and welcome to A Murderous Affair. My name is Gabrielle, and this is the podcast where we talk about women in history known for mayhem and murder. It's spooky season, which means it's the best time of the year. Um, For those of you who don't know, I absolutely love Halloween, and so I was really looking forward to talking about different spooky women this season. Also, sorry, I know this one's late. I went to Europe for like two weeks and then didn't have time to get anything done before, and then it's just been like super crazy after just readjusting to being back. I'm glad to be back, and I'm glad I'm going to be able to start doing this more, and you guys should be getting back to having weekly episodes again. It's just that like transition from summer to fall, you know, like for some reason that transition is always the hardest with me. But speaking of spooky women, Hocus Pocus 2 came out. And before I watched it, I heard it was a love it or hate it type of movie for a lot of people. But for me, I just absolutely loved it. I loved all the callbacks. I loved how they paid homage to our favorite moments and our favorite characters. I even loved the new characters introduced, which is what I think a lot of people have a problem accepting is kind of readjusting to the new characters. But I thought it was so well done. Um, I know some people had issues with the plot or I guess kind of the lack of one, but even that I feel like was similar to the first movie. You know, Hocus Pocus originally was just the Sanderson sisters trying to get a child for a ritual to become immortal, and it was simple. And I feel like this one was very similar, you know? It was almost the same plot, which maybe is what people didn't like. But a lot of people nowadays also want so much complexity and layers to movies, which is fine if it's that type of movie. And I love those type of movies too. But for me, I just personally loved the simplicity and fun of Hocus Pocus 2. And I would love to know what you guys think of it. Um, But this movie was definitely inspiration for our episode this week. Let's talk about the legend of Rena. She was called Melanesia's female ghostbuster, and she is known as the legendary leader of Pacific warriors who, when cannibalistic ghosts kidnapped two women from the Solomon Islands, rose to the cause and was able to rescue them. Now, obviously, this story made me think of all the teenage heroes we see who save the children the Sanderson sisters are trying to eat, because, let's face it, as much as we love the Sanderson sisters, they consume children to stay young and beautiful, and that is cannibalism, my friends. Before we get started, I would like to say my resources this week were from, of course, one of my favorite sites, Rejected Princesses, and this is where I got a lot of information and kind of like the guideline for how this story plays out. I also got information from legendsofthepacific.com and the multicolorediary.blogspot.com, who lists the story as Rena and her Amazon's Feminist Folktales, 17. So those are places that you can also check out if you're interested in finding out more information. All right, let's go ahead and get started with this story. Our story begins, as any story does, with once upon a time. Two women were on the Solomon Islands when, one day, two ghosts swooped down from the sky and kidnapped them taking them to their ghostly island far away. Now, these weren't your average ghosts either, no. These were long-haired, despicable ghosts called the Ghostile, who were monsters who wanted to eat nothing but human flesh. And, of course, from both the women, once they were kidnapped, there were the pleadings of, please don't eat us, and the begging for their lives and whatnot. But what was surprising is, initially the Ghostile listened. Kind of. They tried teaching their captives how to fly, which is one of the Ghostile's superpowers, I guess. Um, but their method was to cut off their feet and drain the blood from their legs, and also tried to feed them by giving them the remnants of their other victims. Now, unsurprisingly, this did not endear them to their unwilling guests, 
And I feel like this goes without saying, but you just never know anymore on the internet. Please, for the love of God, do not try the Ghost Isles recipe for flying. Not only will it kill you, it also just doesn't work. Because this is just a legend. But in an attempt to keep their unwilling victims happy and apparently fed, they tried bringing them organic corpses. You know, instead of just cooked human meats, raw human corpses. And not just any corpses, no. Instead, it was the relatives of these two poor women who had come to try and save them. And I'm wondering if they were trying to use them as like a food source or if they were trying to convert the women into these gocile. You know, like if a human eats humans, the legend is they turn into a Winnebago, right? Alright, I'm doing this now because I had a feeling I said this and this is me editing it, but I definitely meant Wendigo, not Winnebago. That's so ridiculous. Anyway, I was thinking back and I was like, I said the right thing, right? Like, I didn't say Winnebago, I said Wendigo. But no, I said Winnebago. So, um, no, they don't turn into a Winnebago, they turn into a Wendigo. That's what I meant. Alright, let's continue. But for this one, I'm wondering if the same principle applies. Like if the Ghostile are just another version of the Wendigo, except for they can fly and are more ghost-like. It's interesting, and if anybody knows more about these legends or this creature, like feel free to let me know and reach out. I would love to hear. Of course, rescue attempts were launched, and the husbands of the women had put rewards of coconuts, porpoise teeth, pig tusks, and shell strings, and tons of canoes went off to rescue the women but none returned. And this is where I guess we as readers know what happened and where the ghost-style were getting all this food from to supply the women. And maybe that's why they kept them so long. You know, there was an oncoming of food supply trying to rescue them. Ultimately, all the men gave up and just said that it was a lost cause. The story of the kidnapped women, as well as the rewards being offered, quickly spread and reached the leader of warrior women on the island of Lumalo. Her name was Rina. She gathered up her warriors. They set off to meet with the husbands. Rina offered to kill the gocile, but the men laughed at her and said it couldn't be done. Of course, based on the type of women I cover on this podcast, I'm sure you can imagine how well she took that response. According to Rejected Princesses, which is, as you know, one of my favorite websites ever, she responded with this, quote, Stomping her feet, she proclaimed, These are just gocile, and male gocile at that. I am stronger and I will break their jaws. And so she and her army loaded up in canoes and headed toward the island of Gosile that had defeated so many others. Now as they got near, the Gosile quickly began to approach them and Rena explained the plan. The other women would duck down in the canoes and hide under the various things that they'd loaded in there so it looked like Rena was alone. The Gosile, thinking she was easy prey, swooped down and attacked her. But Rena was prepared for this attack and she grabbed him by the hair and slammed him down into the canoe. The other woman then jumped out and began tying him up as Rena shouted and interrogated him. Apparently, she asked the gocile where he got his power, to which he responded, from Betel, Line, and my axe. All right, a quick side note so this part makes sense. Apparently, and I'm not sure if this is still a current thing or if it was just taboo back then, but it was considered in this culture to be desecration if a woman stepped over anything sacred or magical. So these things that he listed were things that he carried with him in order to kind of give him his ghostly powers and just to kind of keep him from 
either returning to a man or I guess or just becoming less powerful but since it was taboo for a woman to step over or sit or kind of just interact with these kind of um, sacred or magical items that's exactly what Rena decided to do she stepped over on and basically obliterated the Gosile's magic items of course this happened just in time for the canoe to land on the Gosile's island and Rena could lead her warriors into the cave where the other women were held hostage. While entering the cave, Rena was attacked by a second Gosile from behind, but she was able to evade him and actually ended up beating him to death with one of the most unlikely weapons I would have ever guessed, a boomerang that she had on her. So she literally sidestepped this Gosile and then ended up hitting him so hard that he broke his neck. Now, after killing the Gosile, Rena and her warriors freed the female captives and took them back home, where they were celebrated, given food, and rewards for being able to defeat the Gosile and also destroying their sanctuary, I guess. Inside the cave where the captives were being held, there was, you know, walls lined with skulls and, you know, just kind of all sorts of things that were considered sacred to them. And so Rena and the women went and sat everywhere, they kicked things over, they basically desecrated this cave just by existing in it, and therefore took away a lot of the power that the Gosile had. And that's where the story ends. I unfortunately could not find a lot of information about Rena or any other legends. Apparently there's more out there, and I would love to know if anybody knows them or knows where I can find them. Um, the internet was not super helpful about that, but maybe I just wasn't using the right search terms. I would love to know what you guys think of this episode, um, or if you have any stories that you know of about Rena, or if you just want to talk about Hocus Pocus too. Feel free to reach out to me. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and basically all over social media at Frumious Reads, F-R-U-M-I-O-U-S-R-E-A-D-S, and... Make sure you follow the podcast. We stream basically everywhere podcasts are. Apple, Spotify, Libsyn, Google Play are all places that you can listen. So make sure you follow or subscribe, whatever floats your boat. All right, that's all I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening to this short and sweet episode. And stay spooky, friends. Happy haunting. And I will talk to you guys next week. Goodbye.